Hello and welcome to the Vita Foods Insights June Industry Highlights. I'm Natalia Franza Rocha, Content Senior Producer at Vita Foods. Today we are showcasing some key highlights across Vita Foods and the nutraceutical industry, offering a little context on how we might accelerate your product ideation and go-to-market strategy. We will kick things off by looking at our thematic topic for June, contract manufacturing and go-to-market strategy. We will then dive into sustainability, highlighting the World Environment's Day that occurred earlier this month on June 5th. Finally, we will look at what's coming up on the agenda for Vital Foods 2022. Let's start with the topic of contract manufacturing, our Vital Foods Insights June thematic month. Vita Foods Insights spoke with Corey Carter, CEO of the Carter Regulatory Group, about selecting the right manufacturing partner and how brands must spend the time choosing the right partner to help them with their go-to-market plans. Corey pointed out one mistake brands make is not getting involved enough with their manufacturers. One of the most common mistakes that I see in the industry is that people don't want to be involved with their contract manufacturer. They come up with a product idea or they go to a contract manufacturer to help them come up with a product idea. And once that idea is set, they just let the contract manufacturer run. Well, in the United States, the regulations are set up so that the company who's using a contract manufacturer has to be involved in the process. They have to know how is their product made they have to be able to prove and verify their product meets the label claims and specifications. And from a risk perspective, it's just extremely helpful to be able to understand what your manufacturer is doing with your product. Because when it comes down to it, a recall is based on a brand, not a company. So it will really hurt your brand and it will give you a bigger black eye if you get a recall or have a problem than it will your contract manufacturer. To hear more from Corey about the common mistakes brands make when selecting a contract manufacturing partner, why it is critical to have a contract and quality agreement in place with your partner, the role of on-site audits and options for working with companies in different geos, as well as the ways to access the capabilities and feet of other manufacturers, please check our podcast episode, Selecting the Right Manufacturing Partner. The link is available in the show notes. Still, on the same topic as part of our Vita Foods Insights thematic panel discussion led by Heather Granato, we heard from Luca Bucchini, Managing Director at Hilo Bates Consulting, Dr. Volker Ischkoman, General Manager at Analyze and Realize, and Kurt Schneider, Founder of Food Nutrition Contract Manufacturing Consulting. Contract manufacturers have really changed possibilities for brands. If you think back three decades ago, maybe, you had a good, bright idea for a new food supplement, new food supplement brand. You had to think about the equipment, the location, to build an entire manufacturing site. And suddenly your focus would be away from the quality of the food supplement, the new idea, the health needs, but to production. So it has completely changed. Now you have a bright idea for a new food supplement brand, new ingredients, new health needs to address, and you can do that through project manufacturing and focus on your products, on your market. So that has been extremely beneficial. On the other hand, well, you have to realize that first, contract manufacturers have had to defend the position in a way that brands could not switch easily. So that has created an incentive for lack of transparency. 
And sometimes the brands do not have the knowledge or ask the right questions. So there is a habit of providing less details that may be desirable, while as brand owners remain responsible for the product in many ways, certainly towards consumers. And in our experience, this has created big challenges. For example, if there are issues with the products, big compliance issues, safety issues, and certainly issues when you move through jurisdictions. Sometimes you have been able or you trust your manufacturers to determine compliance in, let's say, the US or vice versa. And suddenly you find out that you don't have access or the right to access the information that really you need to determine compliance and expand the geographical scope of your products. An additional aspect uh, would be to talk about transparency from a consumer's perspective, because many aspects of sustainability and transparency are more and more in the mind of consumers. So also purchasing decisions are therefore driven by consumers' trust in the ethical standards which are behind the product they buy. And therefore, strong consumer brands will continue to invest into more strategic relationships with their CMOs or CDMOs. Obviously, um, if you are established in the industry, you have a network of CDMOs who do part of the production for you. Then you tend to rely on the existing relationship. And if there's anything to improve, you will improve there. Uh, but sometimes in certain circumstances, it's required um, that a new CDMO or CMO um, is needed for whatever reason. And when you enter into a new relationship, um, it's very important that you have upfront a really appropriate due diligence and a good qualification process. I like the term perfect front-end loading meaning do it right from the beginning, because that's fundamental for the success once you enter into the relationship. So not only focus on the classical criteria, which were just mentioned already, like technical quality and of course also cost, but also verify that the appropriate levels and standards on ethics are in place and meet your requirement. I think that is very important upfront as well. First off is when we think about transparency, typically we're thinking about the transparency with the consumer in terms of labeling, in terms of what's all in the product, uh, making sure that the claims are substantiated and there's truth in advertising, if you will. Uh, where I focus is, is the transparency between the brand owner and the contract manufacturer. And, and in my experience, the brand owner and the contract manufacturer speak two different languages. The brand owner is thinking about the, the claims on the product, the benefits, what uses the consumer can have for it. The contract manufacturer is, is concerned about volumes, is concerned about turnaround times, the manufacturing side of it. So how can we mesh those two together so the brand owner does a better job of communicating in the language of the contract manufacturer and the contract manufacturer can talk more in the language of the brand owner so that communication could be more transparent and more open. To hear more from Luca, Volker and Kurt about insights on the key considerations that brands must address when selecting a partner, the need for ongoing quality assessment, including the use of audits, common mistakes that brands make in their partnerships with manufacturing partner, and the impact of COVID, supply chain challenges, and the increased demand for transparency. Make sure to check this panel discussion on the hyperlink available in the show notes. Next, let's dive into sustainability. Earlier this month, we celebrated the World Environmental Day, 
a day where the United Nations encourages awareness and incentivizes action points towards ecological protection. The theme for this year's World Environmental Day was Only One Earth, bringing attention towards living sustainably in harmony with nature. With that in mind, for this month's Sustainability Series podcast episode, Heather Granato from Vita Foods spoke with Sofia Elizondo, co-founder and COO of BrightSeed, about the power of the plant kingdom and the intersection of sustainability, technology, and nutritional bioactive from upcycling current ingredients to bring benefits to human health. The AI platform we call Forger is the heart of BrightSeed, but let me take a step back to put that into context. At BrightSeed, we seek to illuminate nature so that we can restore human health. We think nature is brimming with solutions, and those solutions we call the natural bioactives. These are natural compounds that interact with human biology, and they are basically gold that is often hidden in supply chains. We've helped partners like Ocean Spray find out what else cranberries can do for health, and we also have our own bioactive pipeline where we're finding many tens and even hundreds of plant sources, each with bioactives that can be multifaceted in their health applications. And so it is the reason we founded Brights. It is because we believe that nature is brimming with solutions and we've only really just begun to tap into them. And how we tap into them is with Forager, our AI-enabled platform. We know that the natural bioactives are critical for health. The longitudinal studies on health, the global burden of disease, the largest and most comprehensive study on the impact of diet and longevity basically says that if you don't have plants in your diet, you are bound for a premature death. And it is one of the easiest things that we can do to change that. So we know that there's something in the plants that is powerful for longevity. And the pharmaceutical industry knows that it is these small natural compounds that are very powerful. Two thirds of Small molecule drugs are derived from them. Aspirin, metformin for diabetes, Taxol for breast cancer. There's a lot of value in these small molecules, but the world doesn't know about them. And it's called the dark matter of the plant kingdom. And that's why we built Forger so that we can see them and then so that we can predict what they can do for health. We speed up the search for solutions and into months instead of years, and we actually can de-risk the costly clinical validation that can you know, come with bringing science-backed health claims to market. Many, many, many plants that have a history of human use that are already in our supply chains are brimming with powerful solutions for health, but we just don't know about them. So we start there. What is it that is already in our fridges, in our distribution trucks, and that we don't know has powerful bioactives? And we're really excited about valorizing the plants that we already know. Indeed, that can lead to the valuing diverse crop production and has a real impact for biodiversity as well. Sustainability remains a hot topic across industries, with key players and stakeholders understanding it is a necessity being demanded by consumers and a long-term commercial strategy that can lead to increased profit generations. As you can see, there were a lot of key events concerning the nutraceutical industry this June. 
Looking ahead of time, our Vital Foods Asia 2022 event is in its 10th year. We are excited to announce that we are co-locating our event with the Food Ingredients Asia in Bangkok, Thailand. From the 5th to the 7th of October, we expect to have more than 600 total exhibitors and 21,000 participants from across all sectors of the food, beverage, nutraceutical and supplement industries. We will have market entry overviews and sessions on our main stage about regulatory compliance. We will also have a digital component of sessions allowing experts to make presentations without the need to travel. We'll also have our Vital Foods Insights Virtual Expo Europe online events taking place on the 14th to the 17th of November 2022, where we will cover key themes across the nutraceutical industry with a focus on Europe. With networking, knowledge sharing and community building at its core, it's a place to discover new ideas and connections that can take your business to the next level. Suppose you are an expert within the nutraceutical industry and would like to share your insights with our audience at either Vita Foods Asia or Vita Foods Insights Virtual Expo Europe events. In that case, we are currently accepting speakers' proposals via our speakers' portal hyperlink available in the show notes. That's it for now. Thanks for joining me. And don't forget to check the show notes that will allow you to link to the information discussed in today's podcast. The Vital Foods Insights Industry Highlights podcast happens monthly, so stay tuned, subscribe, and even suggest it to a friend. Music